Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. The Fan. Today is uh, Wednesday, November 2nd, hump day, as it were. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is with us as well. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. I am always going to have a fond spot in my heart for that music. Our Wednesday open. Yeah, it's fond, and it also kind of makes me a little bit, a little bit sad. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we used it, you know, during the playoff run, and it just it represented the excitement and tension of the postseason so well that even when I hear it now, knowing okay, the season's over for the Padres, I still get that kind of almost tingle not in my stomach. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. It's got, we got another must win game tonight. Yeah, it gets you a little tingly. I've got more questions and was, DMs and email. Like, literally, guys are emailing me. I was just going to say, for the record, let everybody know once again, what song is this? Because we, I get that question all the time. So the name of the song is Better Living Through Chemistry by Queens of the Stone That's Age. That's this right here. That's this part. Yeah. Oh. 
and Jim Morrison is on the front. I don't know. I was I got in one of my weird rabbit holes about the doors because I love the doors. I'm one of seven left on the planet that loves the doors. There, in fact, there was a really funny thread the other day. <laughs> there was a really funny thread about the doors. Uh, a woman tweeted, let's talk about some really good music. Thoughts on the doors. And I went to the comments just to just to read. It was like, oh, my favorite band when I was 16. Can't stand them now. I saw that one a hundred times. And I remember uh, vividly, vividly, I had my you know type of music that I listened to when I was a kid. And we go on this long road trip. And it was just me and my dad that were awake. And my, my brother and my mom were asleep in the back seat. And my dad's, I'm looking through my dad's tapes, right? He's always brought his thing of tapes. And I laughed. I go, The Doors. I'm like, What is this? The Doors. This terrible name. My dad goes, Let's pop it in. And I was like, All right, I'll pop it in. And he goes, Close your eyes and listen to this song. And it was Riders on the Storm. And I, I, that's all it took. I was hooked, like hooked, hooked. Listened to that tape, wore that tape out, went to the library, the Simsbury Public Library. And Ben, I, I'm looking around. I stole a copy of No One Here Gets Out Alive, which was the uh, biography on Jim Morrison. I ripped the little the little uh, barcode out of it so it wouldn't go off. It was a paperback book. Ripped it off, shoved it in my backpack. Very rebellious. I was probably, you could have checked it out for free, you know. It's, I I mean, it's a library. But I wanted to but keep You didn't it. have to pay for it. I wanted, to keep it. I wanted to keep it. So I stole it. And uh, I read it cover to cover in about a day. And that was it for me. Man. And then was, you brought it back. No, no, kept it. I was beyond hooked. And so I don't know what happened, but I got in one of my weird doors rabbit holes, as I often do. Uh, and I remembered that that poetry reading he did where he said, is everybody in? And it just it was always so creepy. Is man. everybody in? Yeah. So weird, right? Is everybody in? Everybody in. You know, it sort of sounds like the Bill ceremony Murray is about to begin. Too. Kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little hit of cannonball, cannonball <laughs> coming. Yeah, it's. Uh, but I always loved that man. I always thought that was so cool. The so, Doors have the advantage that some bands have of of going away, of disappearing because of you know an untimely demise, sure. whatever it is. You know, some bands just lose some of that mystique because, well. They want to continue making money, so they you know linger on and they they put out new records that aren't as good as yeah. the stuff that you know that made them popular and famous, and they lose some of the shine that made you know made them great in the beginning. And I I don't blame them. I, uh, everyone wants to try to yeah, you know, make continue a living. that success, make a living, and you know do well. But you know some of those bands that didn't get a chance to make another album. They live on in legend because yeah. they can't ever tarnish Who that legend. Who are some legend? of the bands that like successfully were able to lose like a key member, but keep going on? I mean, Queen uh, Queen's done pretty well. Queen's with done Lambert. really good. I mean, I don't know, and I forgive my ignorance. I don't know how many new albums they put out with like Adam Lambert as the songwriter. Sure, but they're still around. But still they're relevant. touring like crazy, and he sounds fantastic. Like, yeah. bro, it's it's. You could like lo- Nirvana loses Kurt Cobain, they're done. Yeah, Nirvana's done, right? I mean, it's usually like the singer. If the singer goes down, it's tough. But Zeppelin was one that they, when John Bonham died, they go, we're not going on. It's not Led Zeppelin without Bonzo. And they played a couple of little, you know, one-offs here and there. But they wouldn't, they will not tour again. Um, they will, ne- they've been Was off- it Journey who found that guy from like, um, from, uh, from Thailand? Thailand. Yeah. And he is, he's incredible, dude. He's incredible. So, but he didn't die. Steve Perry's still no. around. They just broke up. So, <laughs> 
it's um it is interesting, man. But you know, there you know the the better question is what bands have gone on for thirty years that like never put out a bad record. That's the interesting question to me. I, I there's it's tough. It's really really tough. Like what band that's been around since the eighties or the seventies could come out with a record today and be like, still a banger? Like it's just it's tough to do. It's really it's doubly hard for me because when I fall in love with a band, I'm in love with them for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Bands that come out like you two, they could put out a record. I'm in. The Cult just put out a new record. People are it, it, nobody's listened to it. I loved it. I listened to it. I'm like, hey, it's still the same voice I know from my youth. And I, I just if I if I'm in, I'm gonna be in for life. So I've had to suffer through quite a few um, subpar experimental albums from some of my favorite bands. But that is the uh, the long drawn out backstory for our Wednesday show open and. I like that we mix up the opens too. I don't like to get in a rut, and I feel it feels Groundhog Day when we when we just keep doing the same thing over and over. So, uh, other than that, other than that long long explanation, um, how was everyone's evening last night, Benjamin? You worked? I worked. Yeah, I was uh, fine. Um, little Aztecs basketball. Was um, that on? It wasn't on, but I, I had a camera there, so I had all I had my entire feed. I got to go through most of the game and. See, and I didn't go in person. I was watching the World Series game, yeah. but I got to then review the tape and watch some of that. We can talk about uh, how they looked if you want a little well, bit I, later. But I saw the score, so I'm assuming they looked pretty good. Anytime you beat a team by 50, yeah, I mean it was that's not. What you it want. was a completely overmatched team, so you can't take too much from the final score. What sticks, man, we are we're gonna roll for this <laughs> what year. What sticks out to me is the uh, the depth. Usually, by the time you get to you know the ninth or tenth players, yeah. you're going all right. I mean, they just kept rolling out players that would be starters on 95% of teams in America in college basketball, right down to like the 12th player, like would be a starter on almost every other Mountain West team. So they all have an unbelievable amount of depth this season. That's good. That's good. And, and you know, obviously pulling for those guys, um, you are you are you hesitant to sing their prayer? You know how I get. I get a little bit nervous about because it sets you up a little bit for heartbreak. Uh, but, you know, let's set the expectation. Yeah, of, I, I would say um, let yourself risk it a little bit risk, this okay. year on this team. All right. Yeah, they may disappoint you in the in the long run because, well, that's sports, and usually there's a, a disappointing moment. But no reason why this team shouldn't be really, really, really good. No, that's that's fair. Uh, Paulie, how was your evening? Evening was good. Watched, uh, watched the game. Watched a <sighs> wild documentary on hulu i'm hearing about this documentary a lot. i saw a preview for it about a month ago and said yep i'm in and i, I think it came out this week because it was brand new on the front page of hulu and it was about uh jerry falwell jr who what was his call liberty liberty university yeah, christian college in virginia dude and they're ranked in the top 25 in college football right now you know that Liberty is? Liberty is like number 23 in the country. Huh. Oh. Did not know In that. the NCAA Top 25. Wow. Yeah. And it was about him and his wife and a 20-year-old kid okay. that they met at, he was a pool boy at a hotel. And it sucks because he's like 30, he's like my age. He's like 32, 31, 32 now. Right. But he's known as the pool boy. And he's like, I had the job for one effing summer. And now the whole world knows me as... The pool boy that was involved with the Falwells, but and in, by involved, Ben, he means he was sleeping with Jerry Falwell's wife, 
while Jerry sat in the corner and watched. Jerry and, was into it. And, and I have a filmed. vague recollection of that story. Yeah, and he would watch and then do, you I know. mean, this was in like 2010, <laughs> 11, 12. And God. like, it was nuts to go back in time 12, 13 years ago and see like, some guy, just some guy from TV, Donald Trump, who was yeah, on yeah. The Apprentice, yeah. and he like showed up to Liberty University, and he was friends with Jerry Falwell, and then, uh, you know, the family attorney Michael Cohen, and then you fast forward, you're like, wow, these are all massive, huge names in the world now, and like just seeing it all spiral, and how this kid got involved, and they were like, hey, we're gonna buy you this four million dollar business we want you to run it you're gonna have equity in it and then yeah, guy, he but- never actually gets paid because they're just stringing him along i mean crazy 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 stuff he must have really deliver you must really deliver if if you do that to somebody's wife and they go man i'm gonna buy you a four million dollar <laughs> he's b- like business. I, I fell in love with her like we became we were in a relationship now we I'm, were texting and calling every day if i didn't talk to her for a day she would freak out if i didn't t- call her on the phone for a couple of days jerry would call me and say hey what's going on why aren't you calling my wife what's the uh name of the doc i actually don't know god forbid <laughs> There yes, it God forbid. there it is. God forbid. I'm 95 percent sure I have family members that have given money to Jerry Falwell Sr. Uh, growing up in the Deep South, as uh, I did. I'm 95 percent sure. 50s, 60s, and 70s. Yeah. Guaranteed. Evangelical. Guaranteed. Tele- televangelist. Guaranteed. Um, <laughs> and like a part of the the documentary was spent on um, mixing politics and religion, sure. and how forever that was a no no, but really it's kind of always been there. And it was it was fascinating. It was terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, you at first you feel you're like I don't really feel so, that sorry for this kid. Like what he's getting flown on private jets to <laughs> Miami to run a business for four million dollars, and he's sleeping with this hot older woman, and he's just got he's got the whole world at his fingertips. But then like just to see the the manipulation that's done right. to this poor kid and you know he's like i contemplated suicide like it was the darkest time of my life damn yeah well the whole world you lie- knows your entire sexual history Listen, and you they lie- call you the pool boy you lie with dogs you get fleas man that's just pretty much how it works i'm curious about the story of the the liberty football team because they were like usd they of were course an F- you are they were an fcs team <laughs> in 2017 all of that events like how the heck? How the heck are they in the top twenty? Well, I mean, it's kind of weird. You think about it. They were they were in Jesus. a lower division like five years ago. Now they're in the top twenty five in the country. How did they get there? We Ooh. don't always have to talk about sports. We don't always. They have hired to bring Hugh Freeze, the former Ole Ooh. Miss coach. He's their coach now. Wasn't he? They're twenty third in the country. Problematic as they, well. There was an investigation of some sort. Did they? Did they, he was an SEC coach? They all get investigated for something. That's true. That's true. But yeah. now they're they're like twenty third in the country right now, and I don't. I mean, did they? What did they put some side of incredible money into the program somehow? That's wild. And yeah, you did blow my mind when you said that that they're a top twenty five team yeah. in, in actual like the top level of college football. Right Honestly, now. didn't even know they were still around. Had no idea. Yeah. Man, we got a fun show uh, for you guys today here on Ben and Woods. Our pal Adam Jones is going to join us at seven thirty five. Uh, we had yesterday was one of the. Um, one of our favorite moments. We'll bring that back for you in a different way. We are not going to make you sit through it if you sat through it yesterday. I, I didn't sit through it yesterday. No, ben, I stood ben and walked away. Refused. He refused to sit through it. So we'll bring that back for you. And uh, let's have some fun today. We'll take some phone calls. 
and uh, keep it light, keep it loose on a uh, on a Wednesday. Listener uh, Nisa, Tier One Nisa, won uh, Take know, on Woods yesterday. She did. Didn't give you a. She uh, never did emailed me. Oh. Nisa, if you're listening, yeah, last you got chance. about. Two, two or three minutes. I've got a backup. It would be my choice otherwise. Just, ta- just take it and she can have mine If you, if you hear this, shoot me an email or give us a call. We'll get you lined up maybe for tomorrow. Otherwise, uh, we'll we'll hit the World Series. Game three last night, obviously. Uh, the Phillies are no longer the long shot that we thought they were at the beginning of the series. Uh, define we. I thought they were at the beginning of the series. Thank you. Uh, we will come back and uh, get into all of it coming up this morning. It's Ben and Woods. Glad to have you with us. Wednesday morning, middle of the week. Might be a little rainy out there. Be careful. Let's uh, get a check of the roadways quickly here with Kelly Danik, and we'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That's perfect.
some of these perked up. I didn't best. pick this. The best. This was Polly's pick. I know what it's called, though. It's called Something Something by the Alan Parsons Project. Serious. Serious. It's jam sauce is what it so is. Good. Best known as the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan era starting lineup intro music. Saw it so many times with my own eyes, and it is just unbeatable. Do they still do that in Chicago, or was that just the Jordan Why would era? you ever give it Why up? Why would you change? Hey, I yeah. don't know. I haven't been to, I'm saying. I've been to the United Center in a while for a Chicago a, Bulls This is a dump. It's a literal <laughs> dump. <laughs> but how would you ever give this up once you had it in the mix? Oh, you don't usually get to this part, though. No. It's so good. I, I told you last year I wanted to steal it for the Seals because I do a decent intro as is, but I can't imagine my intros uh, with this as my bed. Oh, be over. I am always, I'm glad you brought up your Seals uh, gig as public address announcer. Because I was a public address announcer Let's growing up as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm always torn between the over the top, which I love, the you know, your style, and then the kind of understated Los Angeles Lakers Lawrence Tanter style, where you you really kind of you you you, you, undersell you, go, it? you undersell it a little bit, Kobe Bryant. Oh yeah, no, I don't like that. Kind of really the the soft and let the crowd do all the excitement, and you just throw the names out there. You well, don't I have mean, to, all right. Let's, you you know that your team hold on. is so good Hang that on. they don't need to be shouted about. We're really not going to compare the Los Angeles Lakers and the San Diego Seals no, of the NLL. No, we're not. So I would imagine when you're announcing <laughs> guys from the Lakers and the Seals, I have to... You probably need a little need more a, a energy. A little more oomph. I get it. And, I do. Yeah. But, the, I mean, the Chicago Bulls guy was an over-the-top screamer. He was. Uh, he, he, he was. announcer. He, he was good. He was really, Of course he really was great. Good. Absolutely great. Totally different than the Lakers guy. Yeah, though. for sure. I don't know that being understated as the hype man is... I don't want to be an understated hype man. Two minutes remaining in the period. Now, that's okay. I'll do that. I don't scream everything in the box, but I'll, you know... You got to get them on their feet, and you got to have energy. It's still... I've never missed a game uh, yet, and I don't know if I'm lined up to miss one this year with other commitments. I don't think I am, but one of my favorite bits will be... When I do miss a game, who will fill in? You, Ben, will fill in, I, which I think will be fantastic. That's, that's good enough for the bit. Who's that? Tommy Edwards. And now, the starting lineup for your Chicago That over the top. He's not there yet. It's, this is just Forrest Grant. Six, seven forward from Central Arkansas. Number 33, Scotty Pippen. 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 Scotty Pippen. Damn, it's something Adam. The man in the middle from San Francisco. 7-1, number 24, Bill Cartwright. Bill Cartwright. This was 1990. Here's where it gets nasty. 
Listen to that crowd. Now he, oh, that he was went way understated. understated. He I feel it like later I feel like year. either they had a different guy Michael later, or Jordan. yeah, because I there I think Michael there was a Jordan. different guy than nineteen ninety. Maybe they had a switch at some point. They had to, and they probably fired him because he sucked. Uh, <laughs> well, you can't have that squeak in your voice. He got more excited for Bill Cartwright than he did for <laughs> Michael Jordan, even though the crowd was. Rah! That's terrible. That's a t- that's a, you read the room terribly, my friend. Terribly. <laughs> Good pick, though, on the uh, Daily Diddy there, Paul. Great pick, Paulie. A little news and notes from yesterday uh, after our show ended. Got the news that Trent Grisham won a second career Gold Glove Award in the National League. Top defensive center fielder. And this one, to me, a little more legit than the short season 2020. It wasn't just the short season, but it was um, they did it a whole different way. It was all on the metrics. And uh, Trent had a, a good season in 2020. This was his best defensive season, I think, by far, and he absolutely was deserving of the Gold Glove Award that he picked up yesterday. I'm sure this one means a ton to him, A, because you did it in a full 162-game season, which we know is a lot harder to do. Um, Legitimate. It's just math. Yeah, it's legitimate. Uh, The other one is this. He struggled for a while, and he struggled mightily at the plate. And the fact that he was able to still go out and contribute, it's, you know, the old defense never sleeps. It's a good point it, it that is. a lot of guys would take their <laughs> offensive struggles out to the field with them. I, I played with a guy in high school, you guys. <laughs> I loved him. He was one of my best friends. But this mf would swing and miss at strike three. And the you know that... That GIF gif of the guy walking out with it, kicking his leg, like kicking yeah. the dirt with his head down. I would play. I was in right, and I'd be like, "Hey, let's go! It's over! Come on!" And he would just get your head back in the game. Hey, come on! Get up! Come on, dude! Like even on the little warm up grounders from first, he'd kick one. And, uh, I'm like, dude, we got a game to win. It's one strikeout. But that the other thing is. Back in the day, when you struck out, you had to die. Like, you wanted to absolutely die when you struck out, but you can't take it into the field. I struck out a ton, but I had played good defense. So, um, But, yeah, man, I mean, Trent struggled. Like, not struggled. Struggled is hitting, like, 220, 225. You're not, you don't have the pop you once did. You're, you're grounding a lot of double plays. The dude was, it was brutal for him the entire season. I mean, he hit a few home runs, but it was so rough for him. And then... When his defense slipped for that weird like June, span of like, like two or three weeks in June, of just this weird things happen. You're like, he's diving. He doesn't need to dive. He should have dove, and he didn't. It was like dive. the yips. It was the yips, man. And then he, the fact that he got over it, and the defense that he played in the playoffs and in the the stretch run, the best. I mean, just phenomenal. The jumps, the arm, everything was right there for him. So. I mean, if I'm him, I am pouring champagne down that glove and and drinking it from that gold glove because that one he earned that glove. Man. He is, um, I think he's the one of the toughest decisions the Padres have to make. Not necessarily bringing him back; he, he's under team control and and he'll be back. Um, I don't or, think it's tough. He's a, I don't a, think it's tough. A trade chip or whatever. Yeah, I'm just in terms of do you need someone to take over more of those at bats out there? Because offensively, other than the you know the two playoff series, it was it was so rough. But how do you give how do you give up a guy who obviously was at the top of his game defensively, 
but do you put him out there for another 140 games to to struggle offensively if he doesn't get it going? How many more chances does he get? How do you plan for that over the course of the season? I mean, well, this is you go old- out and get another starter just in case he can't figure it out and turn it around. What do you do no, this if you're is, A.J. Preller? This is the offseason, and I think it falls squarely on the shoulders of Trent Grisham. I mean, bro, you know what – is there anything better, Ben, than knowing what lies ahead? Like, I know what I need to do. I need to do this in order to be what I want to be. And that's on him. If he comes into spring training and he's put on 15 pounds – and I don't mean like a good 15 pounds, and he walks in looking like me out there and he's lost a step, then that's on him, and I don't want him to be here. Not expecting that. Nor am I. I mean, from by all accounts, a very, very hard worker. And if I'm – you know what? It, this is just me being couch psychiatrist. That's the first step I make this year. Literally, if I'm him, I'm, I'm going three days a week to talk to somebody, a sports psychologist, and be like, hey, man, I, I've got pop. You know, I've, I can. I know I can get. I know I can play at this level. I know I can play defensively at this level. But is it mental or is there a hole in his swing? Could, you know, be, could it, be a little you know, of both. Is it the is it the high fastball? What is it? Could be both. That is. I mean, obviously, there's the the taking of too many pitches in yeah. the zone. And what is that mentally looking. where you can't pull the trigger there? So uh, I would, man. I, that that'd be my first stop this season, and and really more just to get it off my chest and just be like, hey, last year sucked, and I'm ready to move on and. You know, we've heard all kinds of stories about things guys have done uh, in the offseason. You know, Brandon Jury was one. He changed his entire approach last year, and it really paid off for him. And so, yeah, there's this is when you tinker, and this is when you start to get your confidence back. And uh, But I'm, I'm very happy for him uh, to win that gold glove because, again, like you said, he deserved it, and his defense did not sleep, man. And he was massively deserving of that award. So uh, Padres had a couple of other finalists who didn't win. Uh, a little disappointed that Jay Cronenworth yeah, didn't too. win at second base. They gave it to Brendan Rogers of the Colorado Rockies instead. That's stupid. Uh, I, th- I thought Hassan Kim had a good chance to win it as well at shortstop. Dansby's but, uh, really good, too. Yeah, Dansby Swanson got it for the Braves. Juan Soto was also a finalist. Mookie Betts got it in right field. I can't really Probably argue about pretty, pretty that one in terms of those. But... Uh, I thought Jake had a had a really good argument for for what he did. A full season, pretty much out at second base, didn't move around as much position wise as he had in some previous seasons. So he really had a chance to show off what he could do. Made a lot of spectacular plays. Uh, made almost all the routine ones. Had a a very solid season, and I would imagine that they're uh, very likely still a Gold Glove in Jake Cronenworth's future uh, if he continues to play at the level that we saw this year. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. So. See how it shakes out with these guys, but it was nice to get a little gold yesterday for sure. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we'll get into the World Series Game 3 last night. Uh, also wow. have a uh, interesting ranking of free agents that came out this morning in The Athletic. That's that one word for it. You get some head-scratching news, Do we I, just I make guess. stuff up now when I, we write articles? I don't or? know. I mean, I don't know that he's wrong. He's just maybe I mean, premature. Yeah. About uh, well, the status of certain free agents. <laughs> Isn't that, in fact, wrong? If you're going to be right, are you wrong? <laughs> if you're not right yet, but you're going to be right, are you right or are you wrong? Well, today you're wrong. He's wrong today. He's wrong as of this moment. Today, this moment. But probably will be right in the next week or so. Potentially. We'll talk about it all coming back. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. All guests on Ben and Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Find New Roads. More after this on 97.3 The Fan.
<sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Cutters kicks and comes home, and the pitch swung on, hit deep, yes. right field, and the Phillies <laughs> are going to lead it. Yeah, they are. Bryce Harper has put the Phillies on top with a two-run home run over the out-of-town scoreboard. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Hoskins. Swung on, hit in the air, deep to left field. It is gone! Back-to-back home runs! Schwarber and Hoskins. Reese is pumping his fist going around second base. 7 nothing Phillies. I'm just so focused on winning. You know, I'm not focused on anything else besides that. Um, just having the opportunity to come in here and, you know, grateful for the opportunity to be here and just grateful to be here with, the, with this team and this organization um, and not really worried about anything else. Not cooling off there is Bryce Harper. Not cooling off there are the Philadelphia Phillies. It's hard, man, because I'm seeing, uh, I think our fan base is pretty split on who they're rooting for. And it's actually kind of confounding to me when I watch that team and I go, like, I'm in a group chat and the guy's like, oh, I hate this. I'm like, you do? I go, how can you not root for these guys? It's totally split. I was at work last night and the guy said, I just I can't root for the Phillies after they beat the Padres. It just makes me sick to see him win. And I go, God, I'm the absolute opposite. I I've am always 100% been. Opposite. I want to see the Phillies win it all now that they knocked out the Padres. I have no animosity toward that team no. other than some of their fans are psychotic, I, I, but, but yeah. some, are, some of our fans are Other psychotic. than I wish the Padres had won. Yeah. But everything the Phillies are, are doing right now just continues to reinforce in my mind what a great season the Padres had and what a great fight they put up against an, uh, an absolutely red-hot team. I am um I'm very excited that this is an Adam Jones Wednesday. Yeah. 
because I think he's going to add a tremendous amount to the discussion we're about to have about pitch tipping. Yeah. Because I, I mean, he's the one who's actually been in there, looked for it. What are those conversations like? If you were watching the game last night, Bryce Harper hits the home run on the first swing at Citizens Bank Park since the last home run off Robert Suarez. I mean, one pitch later, hits another one, two-run shot. And then he goes back to the dugout, and before Alec Bohm goes to the plate in the second inning, calls him over, says, you can see the... Bomer, 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 And then, uh, you know, I've got some, I got some. I think I got something. I think something. I got some. I think I got something. Whispers in his ear. Bohm goes up, hits a home run. Uh, Marsh hits a home run. And the speculation immediately begins that... That there there is some sort of pitch tipping going on by Lance McCullers Jr. That he is doing something that's giving away whether it's a, a breaking ball or you know like a sinker or cutter type pitch and and the Phillies are reading it and they're having a huge advantage at the plate. Clearly they had they thought they had something or whatever it was. Clearly they had a huge advantage because McCullers is a better pitcher than that. He Ben was tenth best in baseball. With a .73 homers per nine, he gave up a postseason record five home runs. Hey, thanks, Skip, for leaving me in there to rot. Um, And he said after the game, no, I wasn't tipping. They just beat me. Uh, I mean, he did. He went on a little run. He made an adjustment made a little, and got a little run going. I don't know if he got lazy or whatever. He just lost lost a little bit of bite on the, the curveball, the slider. You know, the one of the most fascinating stats uh, I heard at the beginning of the game was <laughs> – like, you know, and we all know. I, I, Bo was sitting with me, and I go, hey, watch his curveball. Watch this curveball. It's nasty. And he was kind of yanking it a little bit early, and it wasn't wasn't very sharp. But they said he, he wants through 24 straight curveballs in a in a playoff game. And I just I, – I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around that because then he reached back, and he threw 96. And I'm like, if you got 96 and that nasty curveball – why do you throw so many breaking pitches? But it's just what he's comfortable doing. And and they talked to all the Phillies, too, and they said, um, they said, look, we know he throws 80% breaking pitches. So they're kind of sitting on something. If the fastball beats you, the fastball but beats you. But you don't think you. that other teams were sitting on his breaking yeah, ball all year long? Maybe. They still couldn't hit home runs. But he Okay, so he says he didn't tip. I've seen ex-big leaguers say he has. Let's, let's talk about the evidence that you know people have put out there. We'll do that. After a quick check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. And this hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Gomez Trial Attorney. Seriously injured, get a real trial attorney, get Gomez. So I, I, I saw a ton of videos last night. Some showing what people thought was was the tip. It, it had to do with the leg kick, how high he was kicking his leg on the, you know, the fastball versus the breaking ball. And then I saw a ton of videos showing what looked like an absolutely identical delivery on every single pitch, multiple times, you know, maybe there was an adjustment in there, maybe there wasn't, but I don't know that I can say for sure that I saw anything. I mean, if there was, it was very minute and give the Phillies an immense amount of credit for spotting something that has to be very difficult in the heat of the moment, in a full stadium, in a World Series game, to spot the difference between, you know, an inch on a leg kick I, I, is that a tip or is that Come not here. a tip? It's a little bit more. This is the one that, that kind of convinced me. So here's the fastball there. His quad, his left quad, is parallel with the ground. On the curveball, the breaking ball, 
uh, it is up near his chest. So Bryce Harper saw that. But it wasn't that. like that on every pitch. Maybe they found an example where it was, but there was a ton of examples out there where you saw a breaking yeah, ball, and, and they were the all exactly the same. Yeah. Well, it, hey, Harper may have picked up something for Harper, right? Like, Harper watched Real Real Muto's at bat. I can't ever say that dude's name. Real Muto. Watched his at bat and goes, did he? Okay. All right. So that's a heater. All right. There's a breaking ball. All right. Cool. And he goes up, and of course, what does he do? He yaks it out, completely punches McCullers right in the face, gets that Philly crowd into a fever pitch last night. It was bananas. It, it hit the Richter scale twice. Uh, it was just insane. And then I, after that, man, I don't know what it was. Um, McCullers swears he didn't tip. Dusty says he didn't tip. But, I, of course, I don't think they're going to say that they did. Here's I think anytime you have information, um, you want to be able to you know, give that to your teammates at any point. So anytime I can help my teammates um, – you know, throughout the whole season, we've done that, and um, yeah. Here, here's my take. Oh, go ahead. And I will be curious to hear what Adam Jones has to say about it at seven thirty-five. Just the whispering conversation may have had an effect on the game, whether or not there was an actual tip or not. It seemed to give the Phillies a lot of confidence, and it possibly domed out Lance McCullers a little bit as well. Whether or not he was tipping. He had to be thinking about it. You, you had to imagine there were conversations in the Astros dugout going running up the you know tunnel to look at tape. Is there something there? How do you not all of a sudden overthink your delivery a little bit if you think that the other team thinks you're tipping? And whether or not there's an actual something that, that Phillies batters can spot, how confident do you feel like you're walking up there going, I know something that they don't, and I'm going up there and... You know, maybe just, they just ask, maybe the Ast- they just guess just right. Just ask the Astros how confident they were. Well, maybe just going just going up there and, knowing and maybe what was they coming. just guessed right, and they you know they thought it was tipping, but maybe they were just you know good instincts, and it was just that added confidence of thinking you had something that made a difference in the game yesterday. Yeah, it's interesting, um, and yeah, I can't wait to talk to Adam Jones about it. It's those weird things, and we can ask him, hey man, did you want that information? You know, uh, I think we asked him before. Did he like it when guys would give location from second base? They'll do a, they'll do like a little shoulder down if it's in, shoulder left if it's out. You know, they'll step forward, they'll step backwards. There's a million things you can do, man. At every single, level. we were doing that crap in the little league, and most of it is just junk. And you, it actually makes you a worse. It made me a worse hitter. I was like, don't tell me anything. This is hard enough without me going. Let me watch the plane of his hands and where it falls. Is it above his belt? Oh, good fastball. Is it below? You know, breaking ball. I don't want to. I don't want to watch that. I want to see ball hit ball. And I think there probably are some guys still in the big leagues who are like, dude, tell me nothing. I don't want to know one single thing. So we'll ask him about that. He said, I remember. I remember him saying he had a couple of guys on his team that were like really good at it, really good at tells. And he, you could. They even said on the broadcast, Smoltz said. Dude, there's guys that you can look at their mouth. It's like poker. If they clinch their jaw, they're about to rear back and throw a fastball. If they're a little more loose, they're going to throw a changeup or a breaking ball. Um, I, I just think it is one of the most interesting parts of the chess game of baseball. And again, by the way, purely above board. It's purely above board. It's just like it's just like poker. You scratch your nose when you have a good hand, and I figure that out, and I beat you. I didn't cheat. You gave me yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it would be naive to think that that doesn't exist. There are people who are really good at reading body language. I'm not one of I'm them. I'm not but, one of them either. But there are, and I'm sure they use it to their advantage, so it's clearly a thing that happens. Now, normally, you know, it's a World Series game. We only have room for one narrative, and, and yesterday five home runs is going to kind of take the day. 
can't undersell, though, that they also pitched a shutout against that Houston Astros offense with their third-best starting pitcher, Ranger Suarez, who looked like a weakness going into the NLCS and all of a sudden has been one of the surprise, surprise strengths for the Philadelphia Phillies. He's been phenomenal. And I said it uh, to you guys before the show started. I said, you know who's most impressive to me? What Harper has done is incredible and will go down in history as one of the better postseason runs we've ever seen. Uh, That said, Ranger Suarez has impressed me at every single turn. Every single turn. He was not good in his first start. He figured something out with his changeup. He was really good against the Padres. They've used him in a bunch of different ways. A Nick Martinez type, if you will. Fields his position better than anyone in baseball. And was cold as ice last night, Ben, against some phenomenal, phenomenal hitters. Just got a DM from our buddy Matt. He says 17 home runs in 48 innings at home. Five home runs in 72 innings on the road. I'm not saying they're for sure cheating, but it's also crazy this isn't being brought up. If it was the Astros, everyone would be flipping out. Well, I mean, yeah, we had the you know, we had the evidence of the Astros doing that. That was very well documented. Um I did see Bryce last night. They asked him kind of about that, and he goes, Hey, what can I say? We just like playing at home. I, is there something to that? Is that that parks a bandbox a little bit, isn't it? And they're I mean, a it slugging is. Yeah, team. It is, and the environment you can see it's been Every bit as nutty as Petco Park was in the playoffs. Their fans have been great. Every team pretty much plays better at home for the most part. The I most mean, there's part, occasional, yeah. uh, occasionally reverse splits, but in the course of professional sports, it's a thing. Home field advantage exists. You're more comfortable. You're used to the batter's eye. There's a whole number of factors why you hit better and play better at home. So. Honest, and honestly, like the, the discourse about, I mean, we, we had so much fun with the Astros thing when it, when it came out. It was kind of the beginning of our show. And uh, I, I look back at those. Well, I mean, we did like hours of it every day because it was one of the most fascinating stories that baseball's ever seen. When we get in now, reality, it's a joke. When we get down to it, this, made me laugh because this, it's ridiculous. This point where Joe Musgrove's shiny ears are being checked, Framber Valdez the other day. Did you see that whole discourse? He would wipe the inside of one hand and then rub up the ball, and then he wiped his hand as he walked up. I'm kind of legitimately over all of it. Like if you catch me, then you catch me. I got to assume everybody's doing a little something. The Dodgers were using that. Weird band bat for the Justin Turner, like the Albert Pujols yes. grandfathered in bat. I saw Prescott. He's like, I don't know what's going on. I'm six for nine with four home runs since I'm using it. Then the bat gets banned. Like it's just weird. Like I is it weird to say do what you have to do? Don't be blatant about it. Don't be ridiculous about it. But just because a team is hot, I don't necessarily. I'm not always going to go. Well, I mean, clearly they're. They're getting signs relayed from you know the Philly fanatic. I, I I just don't know. They're comfortable at home. By the way, this team was built for games like that. And That's again, who they again, are. Again, how much of it is mental? The bat may be just like any other bat, but once you think it kind of has magic qualities, you kind of make it true sometimes. It's it's like that. I think in every sport, Paulie, you played basketball. Was there a place you felt more comfortable shooting a, a jumper from? Probably. Oh, yeah. yeah, of 100%. course. And was there a place where you looked at it on the court and went, oh, God, I won't even go. Like, what's, <laughs> what do they call where you're, the basket's this way, right in front of me? The uh, key? No, no, no. On the other, like, the three-point. The baseline? The top of the arc. No, okay, so here's the top of the arc. Here's the basket. I'm over around on the corner the facing wing. the basket. Yeah, I'm on the wing. <laughs> so if I'm on the wing outside of three-point range, I'm like, oh, God, I hit the side of the backboard every time. Oh, no, like on the baseline there. 
Is that the baseline? Like right, right on like, the baseline. Right. Yeah. 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 Baseline three. Baseline from the three from the corner. Okay. See, that was my go-to spot. Okay. So for me, I hit the backboard every time. I would never even filter over there. I started on the block, kind of faded back faded into the back, corner, picked it up and shot it. Found myself open right on the baseline. So every time. it's like golf, Ben. Do you have a club in your bag? You're like not hitting that. No, oh, all the time. Not, yeah. not hitting that. all the time. I just can't do it. So, you know, all of this stuff, it just it gets a little bit exhausting, and it's hard to. It's hard to enjoy the game sometime when you're when you're looking constantly for somebody that's doing something. We'll come back. Uh, hour number two of Ben and Woods. Uh, remember, you can listen to all your favorite team stations and shows and podcasts on the Odyssey app. Download it now. I think um, something we said yesterday about the World Series very much came to pass last night in Game 3. Uh, we'll also discuss that free agents list and where Jerickson Profar figures in coming up next with more Ben and Woods. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 